0: Welcome everyone to the inaugural episode of Finding Fergus. Who is Fergus, you may ask? That is my best friend since the second grade when I was seven years old, Nate Nastai. couple of nicknames he had gotten, Nate Nastai, Fergus, Ace, Qbert, Boozo the Clown. The guy has all sorts of nicknames and I assure you I'm going to tell you those stories from all over the years. But the reason we're looking for Nate Nastai or Finding Fergus is because he has a propensity to disappear. And I'm not saying like three, four weeks at a time, or maybe even a couple days when I get in my sad boy moments. I'm talking six months to a year this man can disappear at times. He has a lot of stuff going on in way of not knowing what's going on. And he often finds himself in predicaments i could not even fathom how he got there so the last time i talked to nate was when he had checked into a rehabilitation center for his alcoholism now what we have to understand about nate is although he may be considered an alcoholic he by no stretch of the imagination is driving drunk he's not breaking he's not doing anything illegal he's not doing anything nefarious He just gets himself in predicaments. He gets himself lost. And the biggest problem is the alcohol adds to his already goofball personality. Now, a sober Nate is already off the wall. The man is a few crans short of a toolbox. And that's straight from his mouth, I promise you. But the last time I had talked to him, he seemed like things had been going well. He was checking into rehab, he was going into a sober house, and he was eventually going to start back his job that he had when he checked himself in. We were going to get the ball rolling again. However, whenever I'm not able to contact Nate, I usually will contact his mom or his stepdad, Joe. I have since lost contact with his mom, so I'm not entirely sure where Nate is. Now, when I can't get a hold of them, the go-to is to drive over to their home, both his mom and his stepdad, and often he lives there as well in different spurts. I'll drive over there, just kind of unannounced. That way, I at least know he's okay, he's alive, everyone's doing well. Well, about three, four days ago, when I arrived to his home, it had been demolished. There was no home there. There wasn't even a glimpse that a home was there previously. So, was Nate even real? Is Fergus a figment of my imagination, or is he a real person? Oh, man. He is a very real person. Now... Again, I've known him since the second grade. I have stories abound that I will let you know exactly who Nate is. And most of these stories I will denote, if not, they will be sober Nate. Because that's my absolute favorite Nate. Now, there will be some funny drunk Nate stories because everyone has a good drunk story. Especially Nate. And I've lived with Nate on and off for two two and a half year stretches so on the other side of this i'm gonna have my good friend schnipples it's tim schnabley how he got the name schnipples we will address at a completely other time i'll have him on the main podcast at some point but on the other side of this break we're gonna delve into how schnipples first met fergus how he got the name fergus and one of his most fond memories of. And welcome back. With me is Mr. Tim Schnabley, and or Schnipples. Not you know what? Not andor. It's Schnipples. We're calling him Schnipples. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck with that name now. <laughs> welcome, Schnipples. Hello. So. You know Nate Nastai slash Fergus, correct? How long have you known this man? Forever,
1: it feels like. Uh, since high school. Um, but during high school, I didn't know him as Fergus. I didn't really know him at all. He was just the kid that sat behind me in algebra.
0: And quickly, so everyone knows, because we keep saying back in high school, what ages we were back then, when I was in second grade, I'm going to be 33 in two days. Shipples, how old are you? I'm 32. Okay, so since you were about sixteen or so, you've known Nate.
1: Seventeen, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I've known Nate since I was seven, so twenty six years. Okay. But what are your what are your memories of Nate in high school?
1: I the way I saw Nate was just some kid that uh, loved Metallica <laughs> and would had long hair and always had hair in his face and would just. The moment class started, he would just... either Straight slam, to sleep, right? Yes, he would slam his head <laughs> down on the table and just be out, or he'd just lean back, and the teacher just kind of gave up after a while. It was just like, it's, it's pointless. I, I think, think
0: one of, of my favorite times was myself, Nate, uh, Jason Desby, and prominently J-Bone. We were in English 3 basic class, and we had to read a book. And Nate just head down immediately. But there was someone coming into the classroom. like might have been the uh, the lead of the English department. And the teacher was like, guys, can you at least please try to make it look like you're being productive or something so I don't get marks against me? And we're like, yeah, we can do that. No problem. So we kind of just all did our own thing. Except for Nate, who, in an effort to make it look like he was reading the book... (laughs) Put his head down on the desk, and then had me place the book on top of his face. Oh, <laughs> so that's that's Fergus.
1: Yeah, wraps him up pretty
0: well. <laughs> but that that that's what you know him from. You had no real interactions with him. No, in, never, it was just
1: never talked to him. Nothing. He Literally sat right behind me for at least a year. I never talked to him. And it was I
0: just know. observing this oh, very man. tired Metallica fan. Oh man. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so fast forward, you and myself became friends when I was nineteen and you were still in high school. Yeah. Through uh Dave and Tim LeKay. hmm And because of that you had become introduced to Nate Nasty. Yep. Now, do you recall out of high school what your first memory is of Nate, like how you met him? In like a hey, my name's Schnipples, or no, I
1: I don't, I really don't. All I can remember is the countless stories and the insane amount of craziness that followed him, everywhere.
0: and and that's why I wanted to start this podcast. Also, um, I do have. A different installment of the podcast, but this one specifically, Finding Fergus, is I have so many Nate stories that I've told people the world over. And nobody believes this man is real. You could not believe the stories that would come from him. But Schnipples, upon meeting him, the stories that I have told you, do they make perfect sense or are you still not sure they exist?
1: Oh, yeah, it's... It's, it's crazy, like you said, when you tell people these stories and they just want to believe you. And <laughs> I, when Mike had told me the stories, I'm like, yeah, okay, clearly it's over-exaggerated, whatever. And the moment I met him, within a minute, it was clear. Yeah, no, he, was, he
0: wasn't messing around. I think one of my most vivid memories of when you... After you had met Nate, was when I was wrestling... Down in Elk Grove in the Chicago area. And Mish came to watch me wrestle. My girlfriend at the time came to watch. And she had never met Nate before. Now, again, I had told her so many Nate stories. And just the juxtaposition between who Nate is and between who she is. And to give you guys an idea, Nate is currently somewhere out of rehab missing... And Mish, my ex, is currently my doctor. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a uh, <clears throat> very different dichotomy there. Now, I know this story very well. But you were there to actually witness it as I was in the locker room getting ready for my match. But this had to be 2007, yeah, I want right, to say. Yeah. Um, what is your recollection of the first
1: time meesh met nate i well uh, me and nate were sitting there and watching the show and then finally meesh showed up and she came over to sit by us and beforehand we were we were discussing that nate was going to be there and she got very excited because she wanted to beat this person that
0: these stories were always about and now Mish knows Nate's capabilities. She knows that he's a bit off. He's a bit goofy. He's a bit of an oddball. Because that certainly plays into how she initially addresses. And she she didn't know what Nate looked like. Keep in mind, this was 2007 that this happened. And prior to that, I wasn't taking a lot of pictures of Nate. We didn't have the cell phones that we would just take pictures all the time. You'd have to have a wind-up camera with a finite amount of... Uh, space on the camera and I can promise you that that space was not wasted on Nate or anything about him <laughs> oh, man. I will post a few pictures online uh, on my Instagram <clears throat> on Facebook of older pictures of Nate that will bring us up to the 2007 time and then I'll try to post a picture of that meeting as well but I'm sorry go ahead with your story yes it- Mish came to sit
1: down, and immediately she was interested to meet Nate. And uh, first thing she said to me as she sat down was, Where's the dumb one? And without skipping a beat, Nate turned to her and says,
0: Hi, I'm Nate! <laughs> 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 Completely unaware that she had said, Where's the dumb one? And he was like, Oh, that's me. If she's not talking about schnipples and I'm yeah. the dumb one. Yeah. And <clears throat> this, this is just par for the course for Nate. Now, again, these stories make it sound like he might be a little far behind. He's borderline That's. But at best, he's borderline. The dude, like, yeah. when we because we've hung out with him obviously countless times, and the dude's actually incredibly witty. Yes. He can be incredibly funny. Absolutely. Um, it's just when he drinks, it gets funnier. <laughs> but him as a person in general. So now you and I, uh, you, myself, Nish, um, Drew, we, we tend to play some games. We hung out a bit. And we would play a few games, particularly one in Scattergories, that would inevitably give us not only multiple oh rules, but some of the funniest moments of my life. And the nickname for Finding Fergus, uh, this, this title of the exact podcast. Mm-hmm. Carry you to entertain us with how that came about. Oh, boy. Um,
1: yeah, so we were really big into Scattergories. Uh, back the same amount of time. So uh, we were at Drew's house hanging out, and
0: we were playing along. And the-, for the For those of you who aren't sure what Scategories is, it's a game, a game based on words entirely. What you do is you have a dice, you have categories, you have a pad of paper. You roll a dice with a letter, and you have to correspond the group with that letter. So a movie starting with M you know magic mike things like that so that's kind of the gist of scategories it requires a lot of thinking and it's not Nate's strong suit would you say no
1: no his <laughs> answers were the best he's i I, I don't even want to play scategories unless I'm playing with Nate because his answers were just the best ever and one of my my all-time favorite is why he's called fergus was the question was Names from the Bible. <laughs> S- starting
0: with F. With F. Um. <sighs> I had nothing. Mish had nothing. Yeah. You had nothing.
1: Yep.
0: Drew had nothing. Yep. And with all the confidence of a six-year-old who just made their first breakfast in bed for their mother, he yells out, fergus he fergus and so we immediately thumbs down that that uh that answer because it was terrible
1: he didn't take it very lightly either
0: he did not take it very lightly and this is where you really got a glimpse of nate because funny nate can throw out fergus and we go oh my god that's a funny name no you don't get the point he goes ah It was worth a shot. I don't know if that's in there, but it's a funny name. He vehemently thought that there was a Fergus in the Bible to the point that he then spent multiple minutes trying to get online at Drew's house to Google Fergus. And if I recall, the the Google search was Biblical Fergus. (laughs) (laughs) So... Ladies and gentlemen, I will have Schnipples on here again to talk about Nate because we have so many stories. I'm going to have other people come on, tell their Nate stories, thinking about what he could be doing now, where we can find him. Um, my friend Bobby Fire, who's, he's known him as long as I have and we would all play when we were children. I asked him recently where Nate could possibly be, and his responses were one of two places that we can start out. If there's a NASCAR race anywhere in the vicinity, we need to check, and it's feasible that he could be waiting somewhere in Chicago for an XFL tryout for when the city finally gets a team. So thank you all for listening to Finding Fergus. Hopefully you continue with us on this journey going forward uh nate nastai if you hear it buddy we miss you we love you please give us a call because we're out there to find you schnipples any final words before we let him go please come back
1: <laughs> <laughs> gotta Jeez. play some categories
0: it solid god i don't know if we want that to be the tone of the podcast <laughs> all right know. I'll say, I'm not sure how often these will be dropping, but even if they're just solo, al- solo albums, even though they're, they're just solo episodes, I'm going to try and update Finding Fergus um, stories as much as I can. I'm going to get as many people as possible uh, to tell stories. I have f- all friends throughout wrestling who know. Um, I have friends in Finland who have come over and met him and been just bewildered by his existence. <laughs> Uh, But I do want to keep this going as much as possible because you guys need to know who this man is. He is one of my favorite people on the entire planet. Um, and I hope he becomes yours. Once we find Nate, the end result is to hopefully have him on the podcast. And then he explain himself what's going on in his mind where he's been what he's doing and hopefully all as well but in order to get there we have to find fergus <music>